On today's first round KO, Carter joins me in studio as we talk about everything that just happened in NFL Week 8. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, a.k.a. Howard J. Minshew. That's back because he had another great game. We're going to talk about it, but I'm here. We're talking about NFL. I'm going to probably start doing these Sunday night podcasts more because I like talking about football, and it's probably better to just get it off after Sunday. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But uh, I'm joined again, once again, by... Carter. Yeah, how's it going? What's up? I'm like three drinks in, but it was a good day. It was a good day. Like I've said, I've been worse on the yeah. podcast before. <laughs> but uh, so before we get into football, I want to show you something. So you actually have a hand to play in this. Okay. This is scary now. So because of your article oh, that you wrote about me in the Royal Purple. Yeah. I got sent this package, oh, and really? I know this is terrible podcast uh, content, but I'll post I'll post pictures on social media. So, Tuesday last week, I get a package addressed to me here. Oh, really? Here. Okay. I don't work this radio station. I don't work at the radio station. My name is not associated with the radio station whatsoever, besides right. me calling football games and me doing stuff here. Yep, and my article on the Royal Purple. Exactly. The campus newspaper. So yeah. I was super confused. Right. It's like, why am I, what? So I opened it up and I got a letter and it says, hi, Kyle. This Thursday, last Thursday, October 24th, we're releasing the first bobblehead of Jake Kumaro, which features the current Green Bay Packers wide receiver and former war, Whitewater Warhawk in his Whitewater uniform. Not only does this mark the first bobblehead of Kumaro, but it's also the first bobblehead of any former Whitewater student athlete in their Whitewater uniform. Oh, shit. And I emailed this man. So, yes, I got a Jake Kumaro bobblehead. Okay. The first one. Damn. I got it on Tuesday. They literally told me, you can't say anything until Thursday because right. it doesn't come out until Thursday. But I got this. Oh, that's sick. Okay, I'm jealous. I'm officially jealous. I owe you big time. You're good. I emailed the guy, and I was like, why did this get sent to me? Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm really confused right now. And he was like, uh, we normally send the first one to the broadcast team for the player who we're featuring. And since it's a Whitewater one, we we, we saw your name in a local article okay. about calling Whitewater football games, so we sent it to you. I was oh, that's like, really cool. What? <laughs> so... This is going to be sitting in the radio station until I graduate, and okay. then I'm snagging that shit. <laughs> but that is probably wow. the coolest thing that has ever happened to me. That's sick. First edition. They made 2019 of them. Wow. And that is the first one. What? So are, what, is that like a giveaway thing? or No, it's. I think it's the buy. It was from the... Oops, I'm bumping stuff. I apologize. It's from the... I want to get this right. National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum in okay. Milwaukee. 
Interesting. Yeah. That's in Milwaukee. That's apparently I saw, it's in Milwaukee. I saw an article about that. Did you? Or like a Twitter thing that people were talking about the National Bobblehead Hall of yeah. Fame. Oh, and I, sh- I also need to mention that it is uh, produced by FOCO. Okay. Not sure what that is, but huh. thank you, FOCO. Thank you to the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum because you guys are awesome for sending me this and sending it to the radio station. Yeah, that's really cool. Freaking cool. So thank you for the article. No problem. I was Not happy only to do because it. the article is awesome. I absolutely love it. Thank My you. job at the liquor store posted it on the wall. Oh, really? They're like, good job, Kyle. <laughs> I was like, thank you. My friend wrote this. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just super, super random, super cool situation. I can't wait to unveil it on Hawk Talk tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like writing that article is really cool. I like to thank my editor Ethan Maurice for like letting me write it in the first place because it's it was kind of out of left field because right. he wanted me to do a feature and I was like, the radio station is two new people covering football, which is wild, right? And I mean, I kind of mentioned like you guys don't normally do that. No, it's, it's usually the TV I've done station. Two games, yeah. yeah, and it's not a normal thing for the for the. For the radio to do every game. Right. And how, like, sitting at home, I either don't get or I don't know how to access UWWTV, like, on my That's cable fair. package at home. So it's like, for the radio station to be able to broadcast it just in your car mm-hmm. is so nice. I've actually listened to it a couple times yeah. in the years past, you know? Yep. Like, and it's just so nice to be able to get Whitewater Sports into the community where, yes, everyone's probably at the game, but if you're at work at yeah. Lavelle or anything like that, you're going to be listening on the radio. Absolutely. So, yeah, super cool. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast, but I do call home games for whitewater football on the radio. I don't uh, but anyway, yeah, so that was a super exciting thing that happened. I wanted to show you that since you That's really had cool. a hand in that. I'm never, I might open it to take that thing off. Is that like an, oh, that's a I, th- I think it's the thing to like... Keep it, the yeah, because it's a bobblehead. I'll probably open it to take that off, but after that, I'm never touching it. It's gonna stay in there forever. Yeah, it's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some football. Yeah, we had some crazy football games, some really good football games. Yeah, today. no, it was it was a quote like I, a lot of people are saying like, oh, this is a kind of a boring week of football, especially for college. College was of, boring. A lot of blowouts. A lot of like not enjoyable games. <sighs> Um, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just gonna say this. Yeah. Let's I, touch on it. Yeah. I said that Wisconsin. I I said that Wisconsin wasn't a top four quality team. They showed that against Illinois, obviously, because uh, they lost. But then against Ohio State, what I said a couple of weeks and ago the, just kind of the first quarter looked really good. The first three quarters looked. Or yeah. First half looked really yeah. good. Yeah. Um. It was a super close. Well, ten to seven at halftime. Yeah. And it, our defense looked great. Our run defense looked fantastic, and. And besides everything, um, blanking on it, what was our quarterback's name? Why can't I think of it? Oh, uh, Alec. No, no, that's the, my high school's cor- quarterback name. Why am I blanking on this it, man's name? It starts with a J or something. I'm drunk, so you can't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> well, not drunk. I'm buzzed. But for so, but anyway, he was Jack Cohen. Jack Cohen. Thank you. Jack Cohen was throwing against. NFL corners. Right. Basically. Well, future NFL corners. Yes. They're they're going to be playing on Sundays. And Chase Young, who is an absolute monster at defensive yep. end, he threw some impressive passes. Yeah. Impre- and Cephas had a one-handed grab. I don't remember who caught the touchdown, but it was a, an incredible throw. From, yeah. I mean, Cohen looked really, really good. I think Cohen has a chance. I mean, he's not going to go early or anything. No, but he'll be. He'll be. On... He has a chance to be kind of like Minshew, where you go fifth or fifth or sixth round, and you can you can yep. be that backup and step in. He'll be on somebody. practice squad backup. Um, 
He'll he'll definitely be in the NFL for a little bit. He's, I don't know if he'll ever get a chance. Right. But. He's got talent to he's got more talent than any other Wisconsin quarterback that I've seen in the last couple of years, yeah. besides Russell Wilson. Yep. Who I still oh. don't really count as a Wisconsin quarterback. I, I don't quarterback. count him as yeah, a Wisconsin quarterback. Either. He always runs around and I'm Wisconsin. I'm a Wisconsin. <laughs> you transferred here to win. Get right. out of here. Yep. Anyway. Um <laughs> But no, like there was some really the college games are kind of boring and blowouts. Yeah, even the was it the primetime game was uh Michigan Notre Dame. Yep. I don't know if it was primetime, but that was supposed to be a big game and right. Michigan well, just dominated. Yeah, and when you have for some reason in the past couple of years, just in general, especially with college football and especially Monday night football, ESPN has not been ESPN ABC has not been booking quality games. They get unlucky. Yeah, they do, but I tomorrow's mean, is kind of inexcusable. Yeah, yep. But like, I don't know. So like tonight, they got unlucky. It was still a good game. Yeah, for NBC, but, but you're, you, they booked Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, and but but NBC always, NBC always books very smart. They always book the quality teams. They always book the good matchups, the big matchups. Absolutely. Yeah. Like sometimes they have clunkers. But they, they always seem to do very well in booking big games that everyone wants to watch on a Sunday night. The other issue is scheduling every team to have that primetime game. Yeah. Not every team has a Sunday night game, but I think every team has a Monday night game. Right. Some teams said this is the Steelers' second at least. I know that because they played the Bengals on Monday night, didn't they? Yeah. And again, that was a snooze fest. Well, um, I, think, I think ESPN's going for like these division matchups, and especially in the AFC. The div- Pittsburgh and Miami. <laughs> right. And the divisions are so top heavy. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, that's why the Patriots keep winning consecutive division championships and keep making it's been the it. Patriots division forever. Right. That's and why they win. They win at least six games a year. Yeah. Because, yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not going to get any better. I, the Bills are in the up and up. I think the Jets. They got killed today. They did. It was. A, did you see the? the so it, there was 30, no, I didn't. thirty mile an hour winds on the field. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was very run heavy in the first half, especially and, and stuff Darren like that. Darren Sproles is gonna, or not Darren? No, Sproles. it was uh, oh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles Sanders who was running, and then Jordan Howard came in later too, and Carson Wentz obviously running. Yep. It, we'll get to that game too. Um, but I think the Bills are in the up and up. They have a good defense, good young quarterback. I yeah. like Josh Allen. I think he's gonna be good. Um, he's got a record of like, I think it's 19 and six as a starting quarterback, right? Which is ridiculous. If you're actually counting wins as a quarterback stat, cause that's a, that's a thing that people argue about that wins losses aren't a quarterback stat cause it's a team game anyway. Well, yes, but the quarterback is a big part of it. Right. But it's not like a pitcher getting wins and losses on I, a record. Yes, but it, yeah. fair enough. I mean, I get it. Whatever. That's a debate it's for another tacky. time. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 the Jets have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. The, obviously, they're not a good team this year. Right. I think in a few years, Darnold. I think Darnold is their guy. Yeah. No, he he definitely is. I think. Um, so, yeah. If Le'Veon stays there and Darnold gets good, and they get a defense, they're scary. Yeah. I they don't have think, the pieces for defense, though. And I, I that I, too. Yeah. And I think that both the Bills and the Jets, maybe even the Browns, a little bit. Like they're gonna get good, right as the Brady Belichick era grinds to a halt. Because Absolutely. that's that's gonna happen. Absolutely. Either Brady's gonna retire, or Belichick's gonna retire, or someone's gonna there's, get hurt. There's rumors about Brady retiring. Yeah, and so it's it's one of those things where 
you have these up and coming teams at the perfect time mm-hmm. to capitalize on the complete power vacuum that will happen in the AFC in the next couple of years. It'll be interesting. I'm very excited for the Patriots to not be on top anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's boring. I mean, that's why I'm excited that Golden State sucks. <laughs> oh my God, they're so bad. They're bad. Yeah. I, okay, quick, yeah, quick tangent on that. Preseason, uh, the offseason, whenever they signed D'Angelo Russell, right? I tore them a new one. I was saying, this is not going to work. Why would you sign D'Angelo Russell? This is t- terrible, terrible partnership with Curry. I, right. It's awful. And everyone's looking at me, no, no, look how he played with the Nets and blah, blah, blah. That It'll work. Curry will make it work. Steve Kerr will make it work. First of all, Steve Kerr is the luckiest man in the world to land that coaching job. Second luckiest man in the world. Who's the first? Phil Jackson. <laughs> to land what team? The bu- or Who coached the Bulls in the 80s? He had the Bulls and the Lakers, I guess. Yeah, the luckiest coach in the world. Yeah, but that triangle offense. Yeah, but I mean... You, you, I'm just saying, Steve Kerr. If you take, I I don't think he's that great of a coach. You see, you know how many times nope. you see players coaching on the, the bench there. Yeah, like well, it, there there was that one where Curry did the, he got into trouble. He did the behind the back, got out, got back to the three point line, and shot that three. Yeah, and like the shot is Kerr doing like his yeah. hands on his head and just turning around in disbelief. Yeah. That's literally what his coaching career is at Golden State because. And I guarantee you he did not have a conversation like, hey, Curry, that's probably not a great he, shot. He he was saying, like, before he did that, I was going to yell at him for, like, making a bad decision. And then after, it's he was like, I can't deci- really. It's still a bad decision. Yeah. Yes, Curry is a great shooter, but that's not a good shot. No, it's not. It's horrible. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I was saying that Russell was not going to work. And yes, what, we're two games in for Golden State? Right. They but- could very well turn it around. They probably will. I don't think they're going to be dominant like they were. No. Not until Clay comes back, maybe next year, but then we don't know what their team is going to be or like around them. Right. I was saying how this wasn't going to work. Everyone was telling me how it was. You just look at what D'Angelo was doing in Brooklyn. He was playing hero ball by himself, mm-hmm. dropping all these points like Kyrie is now. Yeah. You can't just match that up with Steph Curry and say it's going to work. Nope. Because it's not. It. Just, I. I knew it wasn't going to work. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry play very well together because they've been playing well together. You yeah. can't just throw these two guys who have been leading teams for years together and say it's going to work. Yeah. When, Especially with a coach like Steve Kerr. Yep. When Draymond Green says you fucking suck, you fucking suck. Exactly. I don't like Draymond either. Nope. He's a solid player. I have respect for him. But Good anyway, mouth, literally and figuratively. Anyway, that was my NBA tangent for the day. <laughs> I want to talk football. Yep. I want to talk Green Bay first because okay. that game just ended. We just watched that. I'm not super high on the team. I'm I'm liking the offense. The offense is clicking. Mm-hmm. I knew it would by this week. It started clicking two weeks early for me, but I like where the offense is right now, mm-hmm. and especially when Adams comes back. Okay. What, tell me your opinion on that. Tell me we do not need another receiver. We, we ran a flea flicker tonight, and it so, didn't work. You should have seen me at the bars. I was so excited. I, I know, because I watching Red Zone, Red Zone today, I saw, I shit you not, four flea flickers. Or different like yeah, variations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were like double passes, yep. whatever. They were flea flickers. And they all worked. For mm-hmm. big plays, if they weren't touchdowns, they went for 50 yards. Yeah. So we went for one like on in Kansas City. I was like, oh, touchdown. And then he doesn't throw it, and I was like, no, 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 no. Well, I think that 
Just on the flea flicker part, I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers is when he gets out of the pocket or the play breaks down, he's more concerned with not turning the ball over. Oh, absolutely. Than trying to force the big play, which is so much. No, better. but like on a flea flicker, you gotta. You're supposed to have a wide open receiver. Yeah, yep. off of that, and everyone did today except for Green Bay. I, just, I think that's a testament to Kansas City's defense. I do. They, Kansas City they played well. Kansas City's defense showed that they aren't as bad as everyone thought they were. And they had a lot of starters out. Mm-hmm. A lot of starters out. Like that whole defensive line was basically yep. out. I, just, it, I think it's our receivers. As much as I like Lazard, as much as I obviously like Kumaro, yeah. as much as I like Scantling, who I think is still green, but he can he can still pick it up. Yeah, I started him in fantasy today. <sighs> Not proud about that. Fair enough. Um, and... Geronimo, he's just not panning out, nope. unfortunately. He can still be a number four guy. Right. He's just not panning out. He's not the two that we thought he was going to be. He's not the slot that we thought he was going to be. Right. When your running backs have more receiving touchdowns over the past three weeks than your actual receivers. That's a play calling thing. Though. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I know it. But tonight, you know how many times Aaron Jones was wide, right, ugh, lining out, lining up out wide? Outside of the, yeah. Yep. Which I get, it's a matchup thing and it's a play call thing, mm-hmm. but like, they, if you if you have a good enough receiver yeah. and a good enough receiving core, that's not an issue. You don't need to. You can do that every once in a while, right? But you're not doing it every play. I, th- I think that's more of a symptom of Devontae Adams being out and teams knowing that they don't have to co- double cover, right? Adams, and so they can single cover everyone else, and right. In some ways, get away with it, and. Some ways not, depending on... Unless Aaron Rodgers just throws an ungodly pass off his back foot. I want to kind of just... That's more of like a storyline of the entire game thing. He's just Just dropping unbelievable passes. Just kind of in a general reaction to this game, this was a game... We've we've seen this before as Packers fans, where Aaron Rodgers needs to come and save the day. It hasn't happened that much this year because we have a defense. Right. We have a quality running defense game. Defense did not show up tonight. No, they didn't. That, well, that's more of a game plan thing. Andy, Andy Reid. And I have thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get to that. Yeah. But uh, we, we've seen this before in years past where Aaron Rodgers needed to save the game. Aaron Rodgers needed to do a lot. Aaron Rodgers needed to make ungodly throws and plays to get us to win. This is one of those games. That being said, if it was Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, we lose this 42 to 31. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Easy. One of my guys on Hawk Talk calls him Godgers, which yeah, clever. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I Rodgers, the last two weeks were him saying, yeah, me and LaFleur get together. I'm still that guy. Yeah. That, you know, perfect passer rating last week, uh, 129 this week, which isn't bad. It's because he got sacked a lot, yep. which is fair. Um, the line had problems. Yeah, Bakhtiari went down for a couple plays, and yeah. then Balaga well, went down for the fourth quarter, and and they went. And they, Kansas City was just blitzing well. Yep, well, very well, very good blitz packages because their defensive line was so hurt. Yep, and um, I think it's another, as well as being one of those showcase games to show how good Aaron Rodgers is, and how if he needs to, he can still save a game. Um, it's another one of those games that showcases how to beat Green Bay. Like the Eagles game was, like um, in some cases the Bears game was, there are these certain games that you come across in a season where it's a showcase game for other teams to look at and say, this is what their game plan was. We're going to do it, but we're going to do it better. For this game, for the Kansas City defense, they showed put pressure on Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. and it's a problem. If Mm -hmm. he can't get it out fast, he's screwed. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, the— 
I'd say 50% of the time. Yeah. Because it's Rodgers. But 50% of the but time I, for most yeah. defenses is good enough. Well, and especially with the un, uh, with the inexperience of the of the young wide receivers, mm-hmm. they don't know what to do when he go, goes out of the pocket right. necessarily. Yeah. Um, That's why Adams is so valuable, too. Yep. And so it's, like I said, if Mahomes is in the game, with with Andy Reid's game planning against this Green Bay offense, this is a 42-31 to 31 game simply because Andy Reid game planned very well. They called their offense amazingly well against our zone-heavy defense. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just one of those things where this is a showcase game. Other teams are going to look at this game mm-hmm. like other teams have looked at other games and say, okay, run the ball against Green Bay. Get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Although our run defense was pretty solid tonight, actually. It, I think that's Matt, more. Matt Moore beat us in the past. Yeah. Honestly, ever since the Eagles game, our def- our run defense has really stepped up. Lancaster yep. and Lowry in the middle, and Kenny Clark, obviously. Yeah. But those guys in the middle really stepped up. Yep. And I'm also glad to see that um, pretty much every Green Bay defender who went down was back in the game at some point. Yeah. The, both the Smiths, mm-hmm. which happens every game now. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, absolutely right. Um, so my problem my problem with Green Bay's defense, and it's more of their defensive planning, I watched, well, I listened to because I guess I was driving that weekend, but I, listened, I, I paid attention to the Colts-Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes against the, in Arrowhead against yep. the Colts, and the Colts came in, and they took away Travis Kelsey, and they took away the running back, and the, you know they took away the short passes. Yep. Because those short passes are damn near guaranteed, especially with Travis Kelsey. Yep. A, the the long passes to guys like Watkins and Hill are they're still big plays, and they happen a lot with Mahomes and. Tyree. But that's because you can get out of the pocket and do yes. everything else. And they're and but they're less. What's that? They're a lower percentage play. Yep. Than the than the short play. They're. It's quantity over quality with those plays. Absolutely. Or so quality over quantity. The Colts game plan was, yes, take those shots because we're going to defend those shots, mm-hmm. but we're going to take away these. You have to take those shots because we're going to take away Kelsey. We're going to take away LaShawn McCoy, and you have to throw those deep passes, yep. but we're going to guard those too. And I didn't like that Green Bay was playing so deep in so many zones. Especially during the first half. Yeah, mm-hmm. because... And like you said, Andy Reid had a great offensive game plan going into this, where it was just the receivers. The one play specifically, I don't, I don't know when it happened or whatever, but Tyree Hill was coming from one end, and Sammy Watkins coming from one end. Hill went deep, and both safety safeties followed him, yep. and and Watkins just went underneath, and he found a gigantic hole yep. in the in the zone, which is what you're supposed to do. But they were trying to take away the top. Which I get against Tyreek Hill. That's the thing to do. I would get it more if Mahomes was in the game. Like, like I said, Matt Moore played a good game. Yep. I want to challenge Matt Moore to throw the ball down the field. Yeah. Even even with Tyreek, and even with Sammy Sammy Watkins had a few drops tonight too. Criminal drops. Criminal, (laughs) like big drops, like first down drops. Yep. I I would have challenged more. I would have sent one blitzer almost every time. I would have rushed four or five almost just about every time. Yeah. And I would have challenged him to throw those deep balls. Yep. Especially with Savage back in the game. He he missed two weeks, and he played again tonight. Yeah. Oh, and... And he should have had that pick, too. Yeah. There, well, there was a lot of picks. Yeah, there, there was a lot, a lot of tipped balls, a lot of... Even Breland for them had one, too. Well, he hurt his... Shoulder, or I think he hurt his shoulder pretty bad on that play. Yeah, but that was on the fall down. I mean, you know, yeah. He, yep. 
I, he should have had the catch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Matthew almost had that one-hander in the end zone. Yeah. <sighs> that was almost a really good play by Matthew. Yeah. Um, I had a point, and now I can't remember it. Oh, God. Just I no, I remember. Um, it's one of those things where the one thing that really pissed me off was how many misdirection plays or how many just kind of weird motion sets and there's a point for the motion. Yeah, and and, and I get it. It was it's supposed to confuse the defense, make them wonder what's going on, and it worked. That for was them for Kansas City. Okay, okay, okay. That that was the most infuriating because I well, remember it's also it. It's Go. that, and it's also to read the defense. Yeah, that too. Because you know, obviously, if you're you're if your wideout moves, and the corner moves with him, yeah, it's man. Yeah. If he doesn't move, it's zone. It's pr- that, and that's a big part of it. But it is also to confuse, and it's also it. It's just a way to. It's a misdirect, and that's mm-hmm. what a lot of the offense in the NFL is doing right now. Green Bay just hasn't really picked it up on defense. Right, but but I noticed for Kansas City, they were almost relying on that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, one of the long touchdowns in the second quarter completely was opened up by that play. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I think it was the first one. Might have been. I'd but I just remember thinking, this is kind of a weird setup because they had someone motion out, then motion back, and then gotcha. run the route. Gotcha. And he ended up breaking it for a touchdown. Okay. I think. I could be wrong. Um, I don't know. I was watching the first half at work. So. Okay. Yeah, I was drunk. Um, <laughs> Fair. Yeah, but it, they use a lot of misdirection. They use a lot of motion plays, and it, it, I mean, obviously, it worked because mm-hmm. they scored twenty four points. They should have had more. They, I think, that they used Matt Moore very effectively. Absolutely, in terms of just being a pocket passer, not Absolutely. forcing when they got out of the pocket. Um, this is a game that people that teams are going to look back on, and it's it's gonna it's gonna be up to Green Bay to decide whether they can put up or shut up. I honestly, I mean, I don't know when Adams is going to come back. I know he was close this week, yeah, which makes me think he's probably coming back next week. Turf toe is weird, though. It's super weird. Um, but you know, over the last couple of weeks, he said he's feeling like a lot better, and then a lot better, and then a lot. He like, was stretching and practicing this week, exactly. And he was, you know, he's trying on different cleats. And I, th- once he comes back, our offense changes even more. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I think this game plan will still be used, and it probably yeah. still be slightly effective but i think with adams back yeah it's going to open up the field a lot more for lazard and kumaro you yeah. know well and that being said the offense wasn't bad no it just took aaron Rodgers to say hey fuck you i'm winning this game just, and then the last the last five minutes of the game it was simple we're gonna run it down their throat aaron and jo- that was the point i want to make two more points before we move on aaron jones i think he's the guy yeah and this is a little off topic, but I heard I, I heard this somewhere, and stick with me here. If Jonathan Taylor doesn't win the Heisman, which he's looking like he's not going to, I don't think he will. I, I think this I think the last two games have hurt him. Absolutely. They're saying he drops if he does win, he goes in the first round, like high first round. If he doesn't win, he goes late second. Right. Right now, apparently a lot of mock drafts have him falling to Green Bay. Don't take him. Here's the thing. Aaron Jones and and Jamal Williams are both on rookie deals. They're both coming up after next season. Yeah, don't, don't, yep. Yeah. Because we draft them in the same draft. I only want to sign one of them. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if we can sign both of them. We can. Here's the thing. What? Sign Aaron Jones, because I think he is the more talented of the two. I love Jamal, but I, I think Aaron's the more talented one. And then 
draft Taylor and run a two back system like we are now. And then you have another running back on a rookie deal. And then you can pay more on your defense instead of paying both running backs. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I don't believe that one Taylor's going to fall that far. I don't think so either. Um, I, I he's not going to win the Heisman. No, I don't know who's going to win the Heisman at this I point. Can, I definitely can see him falling out of the first round. I can, I can definitely see him falling out of the first round, but I don't see him falling to Green Bay at a position where they would want to take him because they have two running backs. And to get to your second point about paying, yeah, two running backs, I don't think. Jamal Williams can command s- so true. much money. That's true. To outprice both. I think of them. Jones can. Jones definitely can. But Aaron Jones. Fun fact: I believe I don't know if the stats were updated, but I believe after tonight he is leading the league in touchdowns by a running back. Yeah, to- total touchdowns. Yep. Um, well, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams have more receiving touchdowns than Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> um, oh God, I can't wait to talk about that game, <laughs> but. It's one of those things where I don't think Jamal Williams commands enough market share, market pricing. Right. Yeah, I know it's um to make Green Bay choose between them. I think they can still sign both of them. That's fair. Um, especially if they can renegotiate some other deals, maybe get a cut on Rodgers. I don't know. I don't really know how. I think Rodgers at some point will probably start taking taking pay cuts. Yeah, like uh, Brady is. Yep. And then um. I think that's really important because when Aaron Jones goes out, you don't see any loss of production when Jamal Williams is in. Like, Jamal Williams in relief is probably the reason Green Bay won this game. Because if Green Bay doesn't have a running game, Kansas City can sell it on the pass defense. Jones had a lot of those runs late. Yeah, but when he was hurt for the... Third, it second, was like, third well, quarter. It was the it was the end of the second quarter. Yeah, because I heard reports during halftime, but then he came right back out after. Oh, he did? okay. Yeah, he ran out. He ran out after halftime. I don't think he suited. I don't think he was in right away. Maybe he took a series, or maybe it was late in the series or something. But he okay. did come back early third quarter. Okay, that's on me then. But I I still think that Jamal Williams being in relief and being as effective of a running back as he can be with Aaron Jones out absolutely is massive to this team. Absolutely. Um. Last thing I want to touch on, the throw to Kumaro and the catch by Kumaro. I didn't see that, actually. I you was, didn't I was in my the, car. I saw replays of it. It was an amazing catch. Amazing. Absolutely. And the throw was incredible. Mm-hmm. Just the, the corner was right on him. Yep. He had one place to throw it. He threw it. Kumaro had control of it. and it, Incredible catch. Rodgers was hitting balls exactly where he needed to. Yeah. We saw that on the touchdown pass. We saw it on the drop pass of Geronimo, Geron, Geronimo Allison. Geronimo. And we saw it on the pass to Jake Kumro. He was putting balls exactly where he needed to. It was just up to the wide receivers to catch him, mm-hmm. which is different than it has been in years past. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, the touchdown pass to uh, Jamal Williams. I, I, don't, I don't know how you make that throw. I don't. I thought he was throwing it away. Yeah, I did too. Because he's off his back foot, throws it towards the back of the end zone. I said, all right, dead play, that's fine. We'll kick a field goal. I mm-hmm. got Crosby in fantasy, I'll take it. Which, by the way, Crosby scoring, I can't remember how many points in fantasy. I won by two points. I'm going to lose this week. This guy, the guy I played had Tyreek. It was Tom. Tom had Tyreek Hill. Oh, and he was winning at one point. But then Crosby had the field goal extra point. Let's get it. <laughs> Picked up Latavius Murray 10 minutes before kickoff. Nice. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so and but he just it all of a sudden it starts dropping, and I was like, Williams is back there, and Williams with a Santonio Holmes almost yep. like catch 
toe tap in the back. Just absolutely great play. Yeah. I Abs- it's just incredible. I don't know how Rogers decides to throw it there. I don't know how <laughs> Williams <laughs> looks and or Jones. And that's the thing. It's it's I don't think he knew Williams was gonna catch that. Right. But that is the that is the perfect spot to throw it because if Williams doesn't catch it, it's an incomplete. No one pass. catches it. Yeah. And you kick the field. Th- it, that's so perfect. His IQ is through the roof. Yeah. Well, that that's a testament to his decision making yeah. and being like, if if someone's gonna catch this, it's gonna be my guy. If no one and no one else, it's not gonna be a pick. Which, if you look back to Brett Favre's years in Green Bay, it was triple coverage all the time. Brett Favre was, I'm gonna throw this ball, and whoever's gonna catch it is gonna catch it. Yeah. <laughs> and while he made some spectacular plays, yeah. he lost more games than oh, he absolutely. won. He's well, a gunslinger, and that's yeah. what Baker is too. That's mm-hmm. why Baker is getting a lot of shit. Whatever. Yep. Um. The, the real testament to Aaron's IQ before we move on was right before the two-minute warning or whatever it was, third and five. Yeah. It was right before the two-minute. Third and five. We line up with five wide receivers and no running backs. And I sat back and said, good. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine with this. Aaron, know, Aaron knows he's not throwing an interception. Right. He knows he's, he's not going to try to force anything. If he needs to, he can scramble and he can run. He had 26 yards on the ground, I think, tonight or something like that. One of those was for a huge first down. Huge first down. And if he can't run, he'll take a sack. Yeah. He's not going to throw it away. He'll take the sack and let the clock run. Yep. I I, I I was fully trusting of him to make the right play there, and he got the first down because yeah. of the mismatch with Aaron Jones. Yep, and Twitter was kind of blowing up about him taking sacks with one minute left to go. On that on that two minute drive, I don't. But it's want also, to, I don't want them to pick it and run it back. Yeah, you don't. You don't want them to force it. I get the hail mary thing, but if he isn't throwing a throw that he wants to throw, those hail marys, he's like almost wide open except for the one against the Arizona. Yeah, it, there's no one around him. He's making a comfortable throw. And and if he doesn't have to do it to win a game, he won't do it. Exactly. Which is fine. All right, let's move on. Do we want to talk about Thursday night? Um, Viking Dreadkins. I still don't trust Kirk. He's he's putting up numbers. Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen have said, "Give me the fucking ball," yeah. and he's doing it. They're, they, the coach is doing it. Yeah, the coach has now called more plays, which I get. Right, you should with those freaking receivers. I I think that Kirk Kirk is not the real deal by any means. No. He will not go down as an MVP quarterback. He will not go down as a Hall of Famer. He's faced two solid defenses yeah. this year, and he has shit the bed in both of them. But that being said, play calling can make up for a lot. Oh, absolutely. We saw that tonight with Green Bay. You saw that last year with, with Kansas Green City. Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, play calling actually hindered Green Bay, but that's a whole That's what thing. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my point. Um, so I really just think that Kirk Cousins is not Mitch Trubisky. It doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as Mike He's Zimmer. Better than Mitch. Yeah. As long as that's what I'm kind of saying. As long as Mike Zimmer can call a decent offense, Kirk Cousins will get you there. He'll get he. He'll get you to contention in the mm-hmm. NFC North, maybe a wild card berth. But he'll never do what he was brought in to do. Which is win a Super Bowl. Beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's he- that's what all of these quarterbacks are brought in to do, is to beat Aaron Rodgers. Yep. We hear it with coaches. We hear it with everyone. John Fox was brought in to beat Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. Well, um, Lovey Smith was Brett Favre, but yeah. Last Lions coach. Oh, I keep, yeah, exactly. I like Pat Shermer. No, no, he's New York. But whoever you know, he's the offensive coordinator for Philadelphia now. Shermer, 
No, uh, the last Lions coach. I don't know. Or no, not Philadelphia. I can't remember. I don't know, but you know, what I, I saw mean? him on TV. All these guys ago. are brought in to beat Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Kirk's not going to be that guy. Yep. No. Nope. We saw it against Green Bay throwing that interception late. You know, um, Dalvin Cook. As much as I like Christian McCaffrey, I, I, it's hard. They're they're really close at being the number one running back in the league. Both yeah. of them. Like I don't think anyone is close to them right now. It's clearly one or the other. Cook is a. It feels like Cook is a better running back this year, but McCaffrey is a better overall player right now because he he can catch out of the backfield better, and he they incorporate him into the passing game a lot yeah. too. He just feels like the better fullback. He feels like one of the best football players in the league right now. Christian McCaffrey feels like Christian McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook feels like Adrian Peterson, who can run the ball really well, but not much else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a very good comparison, especially with the ties. Also, Adrian Peterson not looking horrible. No, he still looks good. Yeah, that cut late in the game. That was which great. how how old is he? He's, he's got to be in his thirties 30 now. Thirty something. Yeah, he's which is old for a running back. Yes. So unless you're Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That guy's got to be drinking that. from the Fountain of Youth or something. Um, one game that you mentioned before we started recording: Seahawks at Falcons. Seahawks winning twenty-seven to twenty. I Matt Schaub threw fifty-two passes for four hundred and sixty <sighs> yards and a touchdown. <sighs> I mean, granted, a lot of those throws were to Julio, too. Yeah. He had 10 catches for 152, which is what you would do. If I'm the backup quarterback for Atlanta and I'm going to, oh, I have Julio on my team. Yeah, I'm going to throw to him. The, we we kind of talked about this last time because it was the aftermath of the Cowboys game or the aftermath of the Lions game, but we talked about the Cowboys game where I was kind of complaining that, like, if you're down 14 nothing in the first quarter, just run the ball, especially against Green Bay. Absolutely. In this case, they needed to throw the ball, and it was actually working for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, mainly because the C- or Seattle's defense kind of just imploded. Seattle's defense is not good. It hasn't been all season. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess Russell Wilson's kind of holding them up. Absolutely. Um, Russell's holding them up. They lost to Teddy Bridgewater in his first game starting, which, yeah. granted, he's turned out to be really good, but they went into Seattle and beat them. Um they Baker threw all over them. Yeah, that did, and I Chubb's a really good back too. Actually, he's top five, I'd say right now. Yep. Um, like the, their defense, just that, that Lamar Jackson had a bounce back game against them. Like their defense is not good. Russell is holding them together, and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't trust their run defense either. Nope. It, so, for me, that was just kind of interesting because it looked like Atlanta was out of the game just completely, <laughs> and then they. Stormed back, almost won, but couldn't seal the deal. 460 yards for Matt Schaub. That's inexcusable. Yeah. That's inexcusable. No, it it really is. When you're giving that up against a backup quarterback with a offense that has a bunch of talent but no cohesiveness, you got problems. Absolutely. Eagles at Bills. Unless you had another point there. I was just going to say even with, like, big draft picks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Eagles Bills. Eagles Bills. So yeah, apparently there was thirty mile an hour wins during this game. Yeah, I only saw the scoreline for this. Um, Fair. Carson Wentz looks like he's back. Seventeen to twenty four, one seventy two, no interceptions and yeah. a touchdown. Not bad. Not not Against amazing. This Eagles defense. Yeah. It's uh, Buffalo defense. Yeah. Great. Not bad. Not amazing. You'll take it if you're an Eagles fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you'll take that win or loss. Wentz is not one of those quarterbacks that you ask to go out and win every game for you in a season. No. You need a cohesive team around him. Yes. They're building that. Mm-hmm. Um, they need another threat out wide. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I think that... Especially, even if, if Jackson comes back, I still yeah. think they need someone. I think that the recent comments from either Eagles players or former Eagles players about them having a Super Bowl hangover and just kind of not having a good culture in the locker room, this is kind of an FU game to that, but it's still probably true. Um, I, yeah. I think that the Bills just kind of ran into a buzzsaw here. There was a trap game two years ago. Yeah, but people are saying that their Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl hangover is still a thing. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Um, or it could just be that their Super Bowl winning quarterback is not with the team anymore. Yeah, I still think they should have went with Foles. Yeah, I well personally, I saw an article saying that like the the coach that not Doug Peterson, but like the quarterback coach yeah. that coached Nick Foles is now on another team with a great quarterback. I can't remember who it was, but very interesting. Anyway. That's why Matt Ryan sucks. Matt LaFleur isn't his quarterback coach yep. anymore. No, you're right. You're right. Tell me I'm wrong. Look at the stats. MVP season with him. Went to the Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. Bad, bad play calling. Yeah. Bad. I'm just going to. Play calling is huge. Play calling makes or breaks an NFL team. Absolutely. You have to. Look at Cleveland. Yeah. No, I, I know. Freddie it... Kitchens is terrible. He's way in over his head. I know it seems like a simple thing, but like. Hot take, hot take here. Hot take. Coaches right. are more important than quarterbacks. No. Yes. A quarterback can a quarterback can overcome. Rodgers was still winning with McCarthy's shitty play calling for a, for a couple of years there. Yeah, but Rodgers gave up last season. I don't count last season. Right. Like obviously, I'm, I'm, I do because Rodgers. But there Rod- were a lot of plays that Rodgers should have made that he didn't. But I really don't think Rodgers was trying his hardest last year. But Rodgers is God. Take out, take out the outliers. Take out the. Actually, uh, if you look at New England, I believe that. Yeah, t- take out without Bill Belichick, Tom Brady's nothing. Yep. Tom Brady doesn't play in this league without Belichick. Who, who's a really bad quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. Take out Ryan Tannehill. Take out the Aaron Rodgers. Take out the Tom Brady. You know, solid point. Terrible coaching in Miami with him, even though he had like a twelve-game winning streak at one point. But now he's with Mike Vrabel, who I very much like as a head coach. Solid win today. Yep. Take out all those. Just take the the. I'm thinking of a Bart or like a, take the, like the standard deviation or whatever. Okay. Like take just take the middle of that. Oh, gotcha. Good coaches, paired with pretty much any single freaking quarterback, will win you games. Because it's all about play calling. The one argument I have is Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Arians with. Jameis. He doesn't believe in Jameis. Jameis, man. And Jameis is not a good quarterback. Jameis, man. Just, Let's not fool ourselves. If Jameis, if this reaches Jameis Winston, where, where are your contacts, man? Yeah. <laughs> just put your contacts in. He's just bad. He's terrible. He threw another, like, three or four interceptions today. Yeah. I don't know. Philadelphia's run game is really good. 218 yards on the, game, on the yep. ground for them. Did. Which, kind of going back to Green Bay, it, maybe it, maybe their run defense isn't so bad. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. Philly's run running offense is just that good yeah could very well could be is so they're, they're just so quick miles sanders is becoming huge yep. for that offense um one game that i was very happy about chargers beat the bears 17 to 16 after a missed field goal by the pinero i have after pinero actually or also hit the goal post earlier in the game i'm not a bears fan nope like by any means but, but I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. Yeah. I I normally am, unless we play them, then right. I'm fine. But this week specifically because I traded for Allen Robinson this weekend, too. <sighs> which he still got me like nine, right, nine points why, or something. Why but, would you do that with Mitchell? Anyway. But like he still gets solid points. Why 
The play again, back to play calling. The play calling is terrible. What do you? Yeah. The, what, okay. Yeah. Back to your point. Actually, last year play calling was phenomenal. Last year, yeah. Trubisky looked good. He looked like a solid quarterback who could actually play for them in, for the future. I still didn't believe it, but now the play calling is terrible. It is. Matt Nagy comes into the game saying, I'm committed to the run game. So on third and goal from the six-yard line, he runs the ball on an outside run, and he gets two yards on it. Yep. I, you have a closer field goal now. I I wish this was like a video podcast so people could see my face and just how <laughs> disappointed I am. Um, it's terrible. Matt Nagy. And I shouldn't complain because we're Packer fans. Right, but... But it's one of those things where I hate the Bears, but I like the Bears. I like them to be good. I like them to be good, so we can have good games against them and beat them in Soldier Field, and it's enjoyable. We can have. It makes the rivalry better. We can have ten other good games all season. I want to murder the divisional opponents every time. But if the Bears are good and we murder them, that's even. That's better. also true. Like I, I, I like the rivalry. It's that's one. Of, it's one of the only reasons I still watch the NFL anymore. Um, but for me, it's just Matt Nagy. Has bought into the media narrative, has bought into the Twitter narrative, has bought into pretty much every single freaking narrative you can believe about Mitchell Lubisky. He doesn't believe in him anymore. He I don't either. Well, I know no you one don't, should. But but the thing is, if you're my boss and I'm your employee and I'm like your star employee, like even even if you personally don't believe in me professionally, you have to because, absolutely because your job is on the line if I don't perform. Absolutely, M- Mitchell Trubisky is going to cost every single freaking person in that Bears organization their jobs, and they deserve it. And he's going to cost himself his own job. Yep, he's bad. He's mm-hmm. not a good quarterback. The more and I was I was talking with my buddy this morning while we were watching football. The more I think about it, the more angry I get. And I'm not a Bears. I'm right. I'm a Bears hater. I, they are the worst. They are my most hated team in the NFL. But I get so angry when I think about the 2015 draft. Yeah. When the Chicago Bears traded to the number two pick, passed up Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and you draft instead of drafting a championship-winning quarterback. Yep. You draft a guy who has played a season at, at, at UNC. Which is not a good football it's school. It's not a football school at all. And It and, makes me so furious. And the reason for trading up to get him is because they thought someone else was going to take him. And then people interviewed the two the two teams before them, and they were like, what the hell? We weren't thinking of doing that at all. No, I don't think we they got our guy. quarterbacks. No. Well. Were the Texans in there? I, think I don't remember. The te- I think the Texans were number one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it oh. was a Sean Watson, then it was, yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, so they didn't pass up Watson. Am I wrong on that? I think I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Um, 2015 draft. But still, I, even if you're passing up Mahomes, I would have took Mahomes. Texas Tech plays better de- plays better ball than— No, 2015 was the Browns. They were f- first overall. I can't remember. Is that the right draft? <laughs> I might be. I might have just went on a whole rant for nothing there. No, you're still. I'm still, but I'm still right. Yeah. Even Patrick Mahomes, no one knew that he was going to be this. But. But, Texas Tech. Look at the numbers that he put up at Texas Tech. And the pedigree and. The the opponents are so much better than UNC. Mm -hmm. It just. Oh. Oh. 2015 is Jameis Winston. I'm. No, that's not right. It was. um, 16. No, it was 17. Was it 17? Was it only? Yeah, it was 17. Goff was the first pick of 16? Yeah, shit. 
You're right, because this is his third season. What am I thinking? I, okay, now I have it. Um, yeah, the, you can't trade up for a guy like that. And then and now because they gave up so much for him, they're handicapped. It was. You're right. Cleveland took Miles Garrett, so I was right. All right, good. I'm glad I was. <laughs> I'm glad I was right on that. Patty Mahomes actually went before Watson. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how Watson falls that far. Well, he did. <laughs> Even looking back, every he was right. so hyped coming out of college. How did he fall that yeah, far? Yeah, he was. I don't get that. The Bears should have took him. Where did he go to college? Clemson. Clemson. He won a title yeah. with Clemson. Yeah, okay, now thinking about it, I and don't I know how. I looked at that Clemson roster. Stacked. It was decent at receiver. He had who? Mike Evans and Mike Williams. Yeah. Offensive line was really good. Offensive line was good. Didn't have a running back. No. Their defense had no NFL players that nope. I noticed. He brought a really good team to a championship. Yep. Or a, an average team to a championship. You pick Mitch Trubisky out of North Korea. It infuriates me. I remember they showed the Bears like draft party, and whoever they were showing from the alumni was super pissed. I can't remember who it was. I have the like vision in my head. Did but they only trade? They only went up one pick. Yeah. That that's the biggest part about this. Is that no one was thinking about drafting Mitchell Trubisky? No one was thinking about drafting Mitchell San Trubisky. San Francisco's not going to take Mitchell Trubisky. No, did they just trade for Jared Garoppolo with, or Jimmy Garoppolo in that season? I think they no. did. That would have happened that that season. Because that. Oh no, you're right. Because going into yeah, 2017 was maybe, a year I that the know. 2017 was a year that the Eagles won the championship. The conspiracy theory was that Bill Belichick threw the game, and that was the season that they traded Mitchell Trubisky. Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. And yeah. Just, I don't know why I remember all this shit. Dude, but I McCaffrey do. was in this draft. <laughs> yeah. This draft is kind of stacked. It is stacked. Damn. Miles um, Garrett. We'll skip over Trubisky, Leonard Fournette, Jamal Adams, Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey. The fact that Fournette, the fact that the Jaguars didn't that actually makes sense. Fournette was pretty hyped out of college. Yeah. He was. Uh didn't he Malik win the Heisman? Hooker, Derek Who won the Barnett? Heisman? Fournette? No. Who won the Heisman? There's only been two running backs that won the Heisman. I bet you Watson won the Heisman. OJ right. Howard, Evan Ingram, Jabril Peppers. OJ Howard is a bust, but that might just be because of Jameis. It's a he's a bust because of the team. If he goes yeah. to any other team, Jonathan Allen. I mean, come on, that draft was. Dead. I it makes me so angry, and I'm not a Bears fan. Right no, now, the, the play calling at the end of the game. It, Literally, let's just talk about the last play, the last two plays, because it's third down, the clock is stopped, right? And they're I don't even know what yard line they're on. I don't know. It's like the twenty. It's like the t- yeah. Matt Nagy calls a quarterback kneel, a QB kneel. When you have forty seconds, I'm pretty sure they had timeouts. They did. They had a timeout, so he called the quarterback the QB with forty QB. seconds left. Yeah, so you call the QB kneel. They ran down the clock to five, four seconds, whatever, so it could be a game-winning field goal. <laughs> and if you look at that kick, it's good from about five yards closer. Yeah. And so apparently after the game, he explained himself where he said, well, I didn't want to throw the ball because, you know, Mitchell probably, he didn't actually say it, but right. he doesn't trust Mitch, so okay, he's not run throwing it. the ball. In that <laughs> I don't want to run the ball and lose three yards. You fucking court, you knelt it down two yards back. 
but the the problem with that is that he said that they were gonna. He said that he believed in the offensive line and that when he talked to them, they were gonna run the ball more. So yeah, what happened to be committed to running the right. ball? Right, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> because the reason he said that he was committed to running the ball was because Eddie talks to the offensive line. Listen. And if he doesn't trust the offensive line, well, then he's got problems just in general. But, I mean. <laughs> if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, hello. I'm glad you listen. My former co-host, Connor Moore. Bear fan diehard. Literally today he made a Twitter account, and I'm going to hit him the next time he made, I see him because of this. He made a Twitter account called the National Bank of Money Mitch. Oh, and that's I want it. disappointing. Terrible day to make it, first of all. No, just in general, disappointing. Absolutely. I, but yes. But I, I almost commend it. them for sticking with him. No. Whatever. No. It, he. That's like staying. Sp- he spoke praise, and it's not just him. It, the, he's kind of like the. You know, he he's the overarching Bears fan. Right. They spoke praise of Matt Nagy. Oh, he's an offensive genius. He's going to come in. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback. We have wide receiver talent. We have great running backs. Tariq Cohen. It doesn't matter because it it, it just isn't working. He I don't know what happened from last year to this year, but Nagy is not. He's not an offensive genius. Well, no, it's because he he's not to, even a good offensive play caller at this point. It's because they tried to put the ball in Mitchell Trubisky's hands more, and I think it's failed them. And now they're realizing five passes. That's too many. That is too many. And now, I, now I think they're realizing that this isn't working, and they don't have an exit strategy. And I actually back to your point about the coaches not believing in Trubisky. I don't blame them. I really don't. I don't and I get no, it from I, a professional standpoint, but. When you when you're a quarterback who can't throw who can't throw an accurate pass over twenty yards, yeah, he missed a wide open. I think it was Taylor Gabriel would have been touchdown. Yep, wide open overthrew him like ten yards. Yeah, well, it's I mean, terrible. Yeah, I mean, and he can't throw to the right side of the field. Right. It no. It it. And it's the same thing that I said on last week's show. That Bears defense they played well today, but the Chargers are also kind of a mess. That Bears defense has given up. Yeah. They played better this week, but they have given up. They said, we we can do all we want, but we need to outscore that offense to win. Right. Well, and, I mean, this is a super cool. This is a playoff caliber team if they have a good quarterback. Put, maybe put Matt Moore in there. I mean, Jesus Christ. You put Kirk, Hey, as much shit as I give Kirk Cousins, you yeah. put him on this team. Yep. Playoff team. Yeah. Absolutely. But, Dak Prescott. Nah. Maybe. Right coaching. But my thing is, why? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Why? When you have one timeout, 40 seconds left, you're driving down the field. The Chargers defense is not stopping you for nothing. They they got down the field. They got down. They got that far down the field in like 20 seconds. I remember thinking it's a minute. This is too much time. I remember that. Yeah. Be- so why? Why, oh, why are you playing for a field goal? Can someone tell me that? Absolutely. I, I don't understand. Where did the With 40 agri- seconds on the co- where, get closer? Where, where, you, no, don't even get close. Why are you why did you give up I, all your aggressiveness? No, yeah. Go score a touch. Like I get that you don't trust Mitch. But that's not a reason. But if you're gonna kneel the even if okay. I I actually get not going for the touchdown because of Mitch. And I probably, if Mitch was my quarterback, I wouldn't want him throwing the ball because we saw in Green Bay what he would do with that situation. Right, but then hand the freaking ball off. 
It's, it, that's what I'm saying. If you're going, if you want to run down the clock to for a game-winning field goal, you have one timeout left and 40 seconds on the clock. Run the damn ball yep. and run a few outside runs. Get out mm-hmm. of bounds. Run a few plays. But get closer for your kicker so you don't put your kicker in a situation to do this. Yep, I I I don't understand it. What happened? What happened at work? Because this was this happened while I was at work. I was working on like the front of our bar, which is close to the TV that we were on, and the resident Bears fan at the bar was in the back. And I was like, "Hey, Hunter, come like take care of this thing, and then watch this." Because I just had a feeling, like <laughs> literally, kids. My buddy Kiz told me he was he was watching it. His dad. He looked at his dad. He said. He's missing this. Yeah. No, like, I just had a feeling like this is not going to end well, and I want to see this guy's face. I didn't even think he was actually going to miss it. I thought it was it was just a meme to me. That's what it was. And then he actually shanked it. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry, but I'm not. I I got that. Bears fans, I legit actually feel bad for you yeah. this weekend. No. I, because your quarterback is not a quarterback. He should not be playing in the NFL, honestly. He could be a backup. Maybe there's backups that are better than him. We've seen that. Matt it, Moore, I, t- Teddy Bridgewater, if, all of these guys coming in. He, to me, he's like the Can perennial you, Cleveland Brown quarterback. <laughs> no, but he is. He's like that per- perennial Cleveland Brown quarterback who comes in on the list, highly touted, is very good out of college. Well, for the most part, except for Deshaun Kaiser. Um, mm. But it's like they they have the talent to be an NFL caliber quarterback. And then they go to the Browns where they don't have a good enough system or the Browns throw them into a situation where they're not meant to succeed. Mm-hmm. With Mitchell Trubisky, he can succeed. You just need to rip He's and down. He's in a great situation to succeed. I don't think the quarterback system is good there. Because if it was. That very well could be. Because if it was, Jay Cutler would have been good. Yeah. Rex, Cutler, Rex Grossman would have been good. For, for all the shit that Cutler gets, he was he was solid. He, he wasn't a bad quarterback. No. no. Um, I just don't think that. Their system is equipped to handle no. a raw quarterback coming out of college and make him an NFL starter think, in three years. I think you're right. I think depending on the rest of the season, I don't think you should necessarily overreact to this game and to the beginning of the season. See how the rest of the season pans out. I think you could basically just kind of play with whatever you're doing right now. But reevaluate. If you're who? Huh? If you're who? For the Bears. Oh, Reevaluate no. your coaching system at the end of the season. No, you fire everyone. During the season, though, I that I, you might as well let them play the season. Why not? Okay, yeah, but then you fire everyone. Absolutely, that's what because, I'm saying. Because yeah, your GM made a horrible decision. He's gone. Your head coach, who's supposed to be an offensive decision, gave up on a game. Just gave up on a game. Decided, you know what? We're not going to take matters into our own hands and win it. We're going to put it on the feet of a kicker who's missed 33 field goals yeah and who's already missed one already today yeah he gave up on a game you fire Mitch Trubisky but if you're if if you're any other team that's looking for a backup quarterback and that has a star and you can tear down a quarterback to the studs and rebuild him Mitch Trubisky is a steal he's got talent he's he's horrible but he's got talent and I think if he's in a good coaching system he'll do fine could be he could be turned around I I just I I don't know. It would take an offensive gen- it would take <laughs> an <offense>. Matt LaFleur <laughs> as quarterback coach. I'm I wouldn't have a pro- he'd be on the practice squad cuz Tim Boyle is better than him. I love Tim Boyle. Um but no fire everyone. 
I I, I sent this to you in all ta- all caps. Fire everyone, GM on down. Um, that's what that was. I for some reason GM oh. on down. I just didn't read. Yeah, that makes yeah. Um, just one last thing. I was on Hawk Talk. I I said this week while we were doing picks, which I'm gonna start recording. By the way, I'm gonna start recording Wednesday Hawk Talks because we do picks for this, and I'm just gonna post it as a podcast because I can do that. Um, so that'll be fun. A lot of guests. A lot of guests. Um, but I said this week. Chargers, they're going to have another close game because every week it's a one-possession game with the Chargers, but they're actually going to pull one out this Cardiac week. Chargers. They're at, they're actually going to pull one out this week, and I'm so glad that Pinora missed that kick. All right. Uh, we've been talking Missed two kicks. He missed it. Yeah, the the, the one. <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks yeah. for that one hitting the post. Um, we're going to do quick fire takes. Okay. Doesn't have to be too quick, but quick fire takes for the rest of the games. Um Lions beating the Giants 31 to 26. Lions proved that they're a decent quality team that can make the playoffs. Um, they just gotta for them, it's just a matter of putting everything together in a single game. It really is. And for the Giants, Daniel Jones is there. He's not horrible. He's there, and Saquon is a freaking god. Daniel Jones can be worked into a very good quarterback, yep. I think. And, and Saquon's I, amazing. And I think the Giants have the staff to do that. Mm-hmm. And they have talent around them. Mm-hmm. Golden Tate's a really good receiver. Sterling Shepard could be a really good receiver. Evan Ingram's a phenomenal tight end. Yep. I don't care what anyone says. Evan Ingram's great. The offensive line sucks. Defensive the, the defensive sucks. The Lions are what the Packers were about three, four years ago for a couple of years. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, they have to win the game. Mm-hmm. I the, I thought the Lions defense was solid. It's not. No. They have good corners, but that's about it. They can't get pressure because they don't blitz. Right. Matt Patricia is a defensive coach. Why does he not blitz more? I don't because he doesn't it. have the personnel. Ah, it. Yeah, you're right, and it's a it's a cursed franchise. It really is. Yeah. Also, fun fact: Matt Stafford today passed Joe Montana. I saw that on the all time passing yards yep. list. I think they're a cursed franchise because that. Oh, well, except for a couple of years in the past, they're a middling franchise, and they can't get good draft picks. Yeah, like that. That's really it. They they always end up with like the twelfth draft pick, and while they're they're getting like decent quality players, question: Do you trade Stafford? No, ever. No, you're going to be middle of the road team for the rest of your for for the rest of his career. You're going to waste his career. Not if you make Sanders like Calvin Johnson. Not if you make big free agent signings. That that, no one wants to come to Detroit though. Then pay them the freaking money. I was reading an article in the Athletic that said that both Zedarius and Preston Smith came to Green Bay because Green Bay said, we're going to pay you a shit ton of money. We didn't pay Preston that much. Zedarius got a big deal. Yeah, well, and a- Adrian Amos. they Amos, yep. Yeah, he he literally said, I came to Green Bay because they gave me the freaking money. Which you, is fair. You you pay. We almost you, got Kyle Fuller. Yeah, you pay these teams. You, you pay these players a bunch of money. They don't care where they're living. They'll build a house in L.A. or somewhere, but just pay them the freaking money. If you're the Giants, do you trade Manning? No. Why not? You can't get a good trade value for him. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Buccaneers lost to the Titans. Some people say screwed out of a win. No. I no? mean, I didn't see the game. So but... here's the thing. Fake punt or fake field goal by Tennessee. And the punter ran the ball and got destroyed on a tackle. <laughs> Fumbled the ball. Tampa Bay picked it up. No one in front of the guy he would have scored. Did they call the? They called they, it. They called the, the fumble. That they called the fumble and he picked it up, but they called the guy who picked it up down. 
Was he touched? No. Well, he wasn't down. I don't even know. I guess I don't remember. Maybe they maybe they did call the punter down or something. I don't remember. Was it a one-score game? Yes, at that point. It was fourth quarter, one-score game. W- was the final score one-score game? Yes, 27-23. Oh. Well, doesn't matter. Tennessee would have had a chance to come back. Like I said, one play doesn't decide the whole game. Right. Buccaneers did lose a chance to win the game, though, in my opinion. Okay. They need to be better. Can't let the refs get involved. Say, said the same things two weeks ago, and also the Buccaneers are just trash anyway. Yeah, and Tennessee's decent. Tannehill's a decent quarterback. Yeah. Their defense is decent. <laughs> did you see the meme? Um, oh, two I can't. interceptions by Winston today. Did you see the Yahoo Sports Twitter account when they tweeted a picture of Vince Young, Marcus, Marcus, no. Yeah, Vince Young, Marcus Mariota, and Mi- Mickey Mouse, and they said the guy in the middle can is the only one you can build a franchise around. I'm pretty sure it was Marcus Mariota. Could be wrong, but yeah. I I believe it. I didn't like him coming out of the draft. It's the tank bowl part four or whatever it is of the season, so I don't really care. Titans are four and four. Buccaneers are two and five. Well, Titans aren't going anywhere, so. No, they're another middle-of-the-road team. Yep. Um, All right, Broncos at Colts. As a man who had money on this game. Why would you bet on that game? So... I listen to Barstool, obviously. And you take their advice? Big Big Cat, gave he gives his his can't-lose parlay of the week. He gives you three games, you parlay it. Big yike. Hey, it won this week. Okay. It won. How much did you win? Uh, 55. Not bad. And I bet 20. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I think it, it might have even been mine. I haven't looked, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been so busy. Um it was the Colts over the Broncos. It was the Rams over the Bengals, and it was the Packers over the Chiefs. Yeah, those are good bets. I I think those are good bets. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this game was going to be so close. The Colts are better than this. Yep. The Broncos are better than this. Yeah. I think so. Did you see Flacco go off after the game? He would no. press conference rant from Joe Flacco. Rare Joe Fra- oh, really? Joe Flacco rant. He was pissed about the play calling. This team is a this team is afraid to lose. I think he said. As in, like they were playing, they were pl- they were playing not to win, but not they were playing not to win, but not, not to playing, lose, but yeah. not to win. Yeah, they were playing not to lose instead of playing to win. Right. Yes. Um. And yeah, he went off on the coaching staff and everything about that. So, I that might be it. Their I, offense is bad, but that might be it. No, absolutely, because the play calling at the end of the game, I from what I saw in red zone, was very much run the ball, run the ball wasn't working. They had to. They Roy had to Freeman punch. isn't bad though. Freeman's not bad. Lindsay's not bad, you know, but it just wasn't working on that right. drive. They ran it on third and long. Oh, exactly. Punted the ball away with time to go. Jacoby makes some good plays. Vinatieri, the goat. Jacoby's a real deal. Jacoby is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He got, he got traded around a bunch, but he's a real deal. Did he get traded around a bunch? I think he just got traded from the Patriots to the Colts. Oh, I thought he was on like the 49ers or something. I don't think so. Oh, whatever. No, but the Patriots quarterback tree is now I want to say 20 and 2. Oh Jesus. Something crazy like that. Two losses. Brady is a system quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> my legit opinion, but that's something. That's why. That's, that's why, those are rants that I've gone on plenty of times. That's why he takes the pay cuts because he know he won't get paid the money that he actually wants because he's not a good quarterback. Are, that's a conspiracy. People are theory, saying he's but, going to another team this free. He's not oh, going no. to that. He's, he's re- retiring. He's either retiring or he's staying. Yeah. There's no way in hell if he's going to talk to other teams it's to scout those teams yeah he's going to be a player coach (sighs) man um yeah i I think the colts are the real deal i think they win this division yep especially with jj going down for houston unfortunate (sighs) that happens every it's so it pretty much like officially means football season has started but like also unfortunately yeah (laughs) that happens every year and it's it's so sad the bartender at the bar I was at was pretty much saying, like, he's got to retire eventually, like, soon, because his body's just failing he's, him. Yeah, and he's young, though. That's the thing. Like, Then I, take a couple years off. That's not a terrible idea. I remember when B.J. Raji was going to take a year off, though. I think, well, B.J. Raji did it for family reasons, not— Was it family reasons? It was family know. reasons, because I think his mom was dying or something. Oh, okay. Um, fair enough. It wasn't, like, a health concern. Okay, fair enough. Because, well, Madison on the Packers took a year off for mental health, and he came back, and he's much better. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. I mean, Le'Veon looks really good after yeah, last he does. season. I that think, added, that honestly, I think taking that year last year added a year or two to his yeah, career. Yeah, I, I think I said that a couple of weeks ago after the Lions game, which it's the smartest thing to do if you're running back is take, like, 29 to 30 off and just rest. You did say that, yeah. I think the, I think the Colts win this division. Yep. They're honestly a solid team, I think. They'll make the division and they might be the only threat to the Patriots in yeah. the AFC. AFC well, Ravens. I don't trust them enough. I trust Lamar Jackson to go balls to the wall. That's true. And Peters looked good for, th- for them, which I knew he would, uh going to a new team. Just, you know, it, there's a freshness to it. Yeah. Uh Emmanuel Sanders, another man I picked up in fantasy this week, looked good for the 49ers. Yeah. I th- I think the Colts will make it to the divisional and then once you get to that point, it's really just if the ball bounces your way. Yeah. Like, that's all the playoffs are. Unless yeah. you're just a better team. But uh, Rams beat the Bengals over in London 24-10. to 10. It's the Bungles. I'm not surprised. Yeah. They're just a bad team. Andy Dalton, not good. He is the first quarterback in NFL history to have started two different seasons, 0-8 and 8-0. And <sighs> yeah. That's rough. <laughs> It, when just, did they start eight and zero? I don't even remember that. They um, probably lost their last eight. <laughs> They're an eight and eight team. They'll it, go on an eight game winning streak here. It was that year. It was a year where Vontez Perfect like murdered a couple of people on the field. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down it, very much. No, it, it was a year <laughs> where it was like a really big one because that's fair. Um, they had home field advantage that year because they almost won it, and then he screwed it over for them against the Steelers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. I, Rams aren't that good, but the Bengals are crap. Well, I don't know what happened to the Rams. Well, I do know what happened. Todd Gurley has arthritic knees, and he can't run anymore. Another running back that should take a year off. I don't think he just a year is going to—I think he's done. Ooh, hot take. I Well, I don't think he's going to retire because he's too proud, but I don't—he will never be the running back that he was promised to be. He will never. That he was for a few seasons. Right, but he, he just won't be because— Fair. He's got bad knees. Goff is actually a solid quarterback. Yeah, he is. They just don't have any weapons because they spent all their Cup. money on. Okay, Did Cooper Cup, see? but they spent all their money on Aaron Donald. Doesn't matter. Oh, no, I agree. But Cooper Cup had seven catches for two hundred and twenty-two. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and guess who played against him in fantasy today? You? I was so 
Now, now you feel how I feel felt when I had to play Stefan Diggs that one week when he scored 40. Oh, the, I had to play Aaron Jones against the Cowboys. Ooh. That was rough. Yeah. Outscored McC- McCaffrey had a great week. And then Aaron Jones outscored him. As I lost that game. Uh, Saints beat the Cardinals. Drew Brees is back. Drew Brees is back. So now here's the thing. We uh, did we talk about Drew Brees coming back? Did we did we talk I don't about think that? So, no. No. I was under the impression that he shouldn't come back because he should just take this week off. I think Teddy would have beat the Cardinals. Oh, okay. But so let me. I that was my impression last week where he should take that week off. They have a bye week next week. He comes back even more healthy. He's fully healthy. I do trust him to I trust him on reading his body, but here's the thing. A lot of people weren't looking at um and I heard this from someone else. So I'm I'm not taking credit for looking all this stuff up or anything, but his contract and Teddy Bridgewater's contract are up in 2 years. Oh. So he I think came back to kind of to keep his job. Um, I don't really see that. I kind of, the board kind of went all. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think he came back. It's more of a momentum thing and kind of just to kind of prove that you're back. Because if, if you, if you sit out this week, you don't come back till after the bye week. He, this I, was, and I, especially against the Cardinals too, I, this was a, another one of my thoughts before I heard all this stuff. Get back in the swing of things. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying, where you, you want to kind of be able to prove to not only yourself, but to the team that, hey, I'm back. I may not be as good as before right now, but we have a bye week coming up. And it, like, because if he comes back the week after the bye week and something's wrong and like they start imploding mm-hmm. in the, the latter part of the season, you don't have a bye week where you can kind of take stock and reevaluate. Right. Yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's like a trial period. I think Kyler is legit also. I think he will be their quarterback. Yep, for he just needs a good a team around long him. Time. I, obviously, and he'll grow. He's grown through this season. Yeah. Game one, he looked awful. Honestly, he didn't, except for that fourth quarter. Yeah. He was making rookie mistakes, but he doesn't make those mistakes. And he honestly has learned so much. Kingsbury has learned so much as a yep. coach. I think they will be a decent team in this, especially the Seahawks, I think, are falling. Avenge, yeah. And eventually they will fall off. Pete Carroll's probably not going to be coached within the next five years, calling it now. I could see that easily. Yeah, three mm-hmm. years I would even give yeah. it. Um, but um, fun fact: Kyler Murray in the NFL has now lost more games than he had than he had lost mm-hmm. in high school and college oh, combined. Well, that's not surprising. No, not at all. It's just um, a fun little stat. Well, because I mean, you think about it. My the my senior year of high school, the seniors on that football team never lost a game. That's never. True. Um, that's very true. Well, no, that's not true. Never mind. That's a total lie. That's a total lie. Disregard Still, that. You know, yeah, it, it um, happens. The the thing that I worry about Kyler Murray is he's kind of a mobile quarterback. Um, you don't want him to die like Cam Newton has. That Correct. that's my only like that's my biggest fear is that he ends up like RG three and Cam Newton, where they get hurt because they keep trying to run, and they can't. I mean, that's just mobile quarterbacks in general, but Absolutely. especially with someone of his potential. Saints. Saints Packers 49ers, best teams in the NFC. Are you asking me to choose between one of the three? No, I'm just saying oh. those are the top three teams. I, I well, they're also the division leaders. That's true too. I just think that I, those are the clear favorites. I think the 49ers right now, I think, are the best. Yep. Personally, it's going to be super interesting when we have to go to that yeah. to Levi Stadium. I'm nervous about that game for sure. Um, but the Saints are legit. I, yeah. Even with Teddy, I think they're a legit team. They're a legit contender. Yep. They for are. Sure. That It'll team has really evolved from being Drew Brees has to throw 400 yards to win. Yeah. It's it's impressive. Do you remember when they were bad? 
with like Mark Ingram. It was a year after Reggie Bush kind of stopped playing, <laughs> and they were just bad. Uh, Jaguars, 29 to 15 over the Jets. Jaguars mascot ran out before the game wearing a ghost costume. <laughs> Funniest oh. fucking thing I've seen all day. Just from a PR perspective, why do you mic up Sam Darnold and then allow people to release that? So the NFL was not happy about that. NFL Films, who runs, who does that, and uh, they were they were not happy. Someone made that decision, one person, <laughs> and people were pissed that guy might not have a job anymore yeah apparently they were mad about it that no one wanted that well because that, that's just a bad I terrible mean, look you know how many people have probably said that against the patriots well, yeah and and that that's the thing like it's it's a real football like it's one yeah. of those it's a real thing he, it's a can of camera like he, type thing and that's the thing a lot of people were like oh he's seeing ghosts he was seeing different defenses that then were actually the defenses were being disguised so well yep. that he was he he was he seeing there. There were players that he wasn't seeing, and right, yeah. It, well, Green Bay does that too. Mike Patton does that with different sets and whatever. Um, I really like Mike Patton. Yeah. That being said, he he'll be fine. He's not a bad quarterback. It's just that the Jets don't have pieces around him. He's a, yeah, and he'll once they build up a little more, I think they'll be fine. And the Jaguars are always struggling to find that quarterback. I don't. I don't. Okay. Gardner Minshew, this happens every year. He looked really good. Today. I know, but this happens every year where the backup comes in. I sound really drunk right now, and I'm not. Um, but like, this happens every year where the backup comes in and they do amazing. Case Keenum, they do amazing. Case su- Keenum should still be the starter in Minnesota. Change no. my mind. That guy was throwing up ducks, praying to God that his receivers will catch him. And for some reason, I don't know why. I don't God get, answered him and not me. I don't get why teams. Cut quarterbacks or don't bring back quarterbacks that bring them far into the playoffs. Case Keenum brought them to an NFC Championship game, and then they shipped his ass out. Nick Foles won them a Super Bowl, and then they shipped his ass out. Buy low, sell high. It's but they didn't trade him. Well, for I, the for the player, then buy low, sell high. The fact of that fact that Case Keenum was successful with Minnesota, and they let him walk, and Teddy Bridgewater, mind you, also walked. And you bring in a guy who I don't think has won a playoff game in Kirk Cousins. Nope. I don't – again, I don't get that. But going back to – Minshew was 22 of 34, 279, three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once for a yard. He's he's not he's not the real deal. I, I, won't be, I won't believe he's the real deal until he has a good second season. Fair enough. I don't – unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get that chance. That's exactly what I was going to say. I – Nick Foles, I think, returned to practice last week, but he didn't play. Obviously, didn't play this week. I think they give him the job back. But well, they got to. They have too much money invested in him. Look out for the first. Um, the, look out for the first time that he struggles. Yeah. The first team that he plays, if he plays a good defense and he struggles, Minshew's coming back. Yeah, but I, I just don't. I don't think Minshew's a real deal. I don't. As a man who watches most Jaguar games, <laughs> and bless your heart. <laughs> I've been watching way too long. I was watching before their good season. Okay. I sound a little hipster. Yeah. But I was watching when they were bad. <laughs> I know. The, uh, uh, now I can't think of his name. David Gerard. Why would you do that to yourself? I like their jerseys. I liked MJD. Okay. I, I guess you that's. Know, I just no, fell in love with them. I used to, I used to like the Bucks. Right I also after- was an Astros fan when they were terrible yeah. in the in the NL. By the way, they're going to win this. Nationals are not going to win another game in that World Series. 
I think they I think they push it to seven. No. God no. They lose in six. It's over now. You know what? Actually, I mean the way it's trending, they'll win in seven. The road games have the road teams have won every game. <laughs> yeah, but I, no. I anyway. I no, I th- I think you're right. Um, I don't. But as a guy who's watched all these games this season because I fell in love with Minshew, he looks solid. He's a so, he is a very mature rookie quarterback where he and he's very elusive in the pocket. He looks like Aaron Rodgers a lot of the times where he is dodging these sacks. He looks very good, and then he makes smart throws after that. Okay. He threw two touchdowns today after juking out, like, two different guys <laughs> in the pocket. Like, this Minshew magic is a real thing. Okay. He, 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 and he he's not throwing up contested balls after doing this. He's hitting wide-open guys. He's making smart throws, or he's throwing it away, or he's running it. He's an accurate he, – he's an athletic, accurate – he's making some of the throws, especially against Tennessee – that Thursday night game, some of those throws were ballsy, <laughs> ballsy, and he dropped them in there for like. I, I may be overhyping him, and he, he, he. Yeah, I think you are. But <laughs> but he looks like a solid quarterback. Okay, he, I, a very very solid quarterback. Where and if he's this good now and he can grow, he's going to be a really good quarterback. Yeah, I I just don't believe it because I've heard that said a ton of times about pick a name out of a hat. But after, I mean, he's played eight games. He, he didn't start the first game, but he he's played eight games. Yeah, I don't know. It just I don't believe backup quarterbacks until until I like see more than one season. If they beat Houston next week in London, I'm all in on. It. Although if Nick Foles play, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I uh like I said before though, uh, just for the other team, uh, Jets are going to be a good team in the future. Yep. I think Dar- Darnold's fine. Well, they they got to keep their pieces together, and that's always been a problem with the Jets organization. 49ers <laughs> beat the Panthers 51 to 13. They I'm not reading too much into this for the Panthers. Panthers are still a solid team. Yeah, but Panthers I mean, honestly have a chance to win the division. Yep. You know, I mean if if the what Saints that says fall, about the division. The Saints are 7 and 1, they're 4 and 2 now or 4 and 3, I guess. Yeah, but if the Saints fall off a few games, they could win. You know, they have to I don't know if they've even played each other yet. Head-to-head matchups if they win both I don't those think games. So. You know, I I think the Panthers are a solid team. I think Kyle Allen is their quarterback of the future. He has looked really good. He's had I think today's two interceptions are the first two of his career. Yeah, or something crazy. He's only got a couple. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey's MVP material. He still had a great day today against this Carol against this Forty Nine er defense. The Forty Nine ers just decided, hey, we're going to jump on top of your head and not let go. Good God, they're they were just incredible. Yep. They and I mean Tevin Coleman, God, he's fast. Yeah. Like, that's unfair for Kyle Shanahan to have that kind of running back. Well, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, good coach. A fantastic coach. Yeah, I, I think he's just elevated. I think I could go in at running back and get 50 yards for yep. Kyle Shanahan. Like, <laughs> he's that good at <laughs> – he, he can plug in most any running back. Even their backup scored a long touchdown today. Yeah. Like, 49ers are that good. That's why they won this. That's why they're seven and zero. This is. I think the Panthers. No need to panic for the Panthers. No, not, not at all. all. Um, they just ran they, into a buzzsaw. Their defense does need to step up. Their de- their defense is not that great. Right. It's basically just Keekly. <laughs> but but <laughs> when Reed. but when you well, yeah, when you run into a team like that, yeah. you don't got a chance. Um, which is unfortunate. <laughs> speaking speaking of teams like that, <laughs> Patriots beat the, <sighs> beat the Browns twenty seven to thirteen. Hot take. If it's not raining during this game, this is a much closer game. 
No. They ran all over this page. Nick Chubb ate up this defense. Yeah, but you you can't fix bad decisions by Baker Mayfield. Literally, he, he was two fumbles by Chubb, who before this game had like no career fumbles. Yeah, but then, in college and in the NFL. But then Baker just like pretty much gifted to a defensive line. Yes, there was the bat terrible. First of all, terrible play calling yeah. from Freddie Kitchens. But yes, Baker should not have pitched that ball at all. Well, it was basically right into the defender's arms. So yes. However, if you take away those two fumbles, you can still give them that interception. Take the, away those two fumbles. One of the fumbles was on a really long run, too. That would yes. have changed the entire And yeah. it would have been inside the five. Yep. And the other fumble was returned for a touchdown. This is a closer game. I think the Browns actually had a solid game plan. They were running the ball against this Patriots defense. Even late in the game when they were trying to come back, they were still running. And Which were, is what I liked. I loved it because it was working. Mm-hmm. This Cleveland team has hope. Yeah. I don't want them to blow this up. They're... Maybe the coaching staff. Um, <laughs> I don't think Freddie is the guy. I don't think organizationally that they feel that they have to blow it up anymore. They've they have a lot of ex Packer front office people. They have a lot of do they? Yeah, cool. Um, I don't think that they have a mindset that we need to blow this up anymore. Um, I don't think they have a mindset of um, kind of trying to hunt for that magical season anymore. I think that they're in a mindset of we're going to build this team and we're going to win. I think they should have pushed harder for Bruce Arians. Yeah, but he I mean, would have been great with Baker. But you personally, take—I personally believe they, you, this this team would be better, a lot better with Bruce Arians. Yeah, but you take what you can get, and yeah. whether Bruce Arians actually wanted to come is another I question. Think there were better options out there than Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, I mean, no, you're not—you're not wrong, but just another bad, bad uh, decision by a bad organization. Yeah, um, Patriots, however, I. Their defense is still good. Their pass defense is incredible. Yep. Oh, yeah. Probably the best corner in, in the game. He's yeah. up there. Stephon Gilmore, he's up there with Ramsey. Yep. And I think, yes, I still think Ramsey is up there. Now that his back is magically healed in L.A. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, that, pass de- that pass defense is good, even though – what did Baker – I don't know, Baker's stats. Um, but anyway, he I, – I don't know. I. He was fine. I don't trust that offense. No. At all. And I, no one does. And that's why they gave up so much for Sanu. I don't know if Sanu is necessarily going to be the guy to fix it. He's right. going to help a lot. Yeah. Like he is one of those receivers. Well, I think <laughs> he'll it's a, help a lot. I think it's an offensive line problem. That could be. I think that they lost a lot of offensive linemen and they. They did. And no, they still have their coach, but still. Right. But their running backs have never been that good at blocking, per also se. Also true. Burkhead does. They should play him more. Yeah, they should, but they don't. Um, right. And it's one of those things where. I just I think a lot of offensive problems start at the offensive line. It's oh. either the offensive line and a quarterback, and it's really hard to tell who's really screwing the pooch. And it doesn't help that Brady is not good anymore. I wouldn't say that. I would say that he's past his prime. Absolutely, way and, past his prime. And he, do, he doesn't look good. Like he, there, there are play. Uh, look, he's still better than a lot of the quarterbacks in this league, but he is nowhere near a top tier quarterback anymore. Right. He's. Second, maybe third tier quarterback, honestly, right now. I there's a lot his throws are off a lot of the time. It's a lot of ducks. It's yeah. And it's it's the offensive play calling that that saves him. McDaniels mm-hmm. is a magician. Yep. And you know, that's the only thing saving them in their defense, obviously. If their defense fun stat during the game, if their defense hadn't had if their defense had never scored a touchdown this season, they would be 
four, two and one before this game. Yeah, which defensive turnovers are not to be relied upon. They're not. Um, no. What's the word like re? re- recreatable um you can't you can't rely on them from season to season oh absolutely and you can't I, game to game yeah name a good team that they've played so far can't they, they played the dolphins the steelers with a backup quarterback they played the redskins the giants they've played the browns now who are not a good team this year right they've played a lot of bad teams and yet they're going to win a division Buffalo well, should have won not. that. Buffalo should have won that game. Yeah, against New England. Buffalo, if Josh Allen doesn't not get knocked out, yep, I think they win that game. Um, I, 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 I don't I, think the Patriots. God, never mind. Patriots are going to win. No, they're not. I. No, but I say that every year. I say that no, they always win because because as I said before in the playoffs, it becomes either you're the better team or the ball just bounces your way, and I think that it's finally become time where the Patriots. One aren't getting bounces. Well, they are in terms of turnovers, but they're they're not the clear. They're not the Darth Vader better team anymore. That's very true. Um, I completely agree. Their their defense is just keeping them in games. Yeah, and they're they're winning them games. Right, but if much you, like Jacksonville, they, this looks like the Jacksonville team from two years ago. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And yes, I'm comparing Tom Brady to Blake Bortles right now. Well, Blake Bortles didn't have as much to do with that team as. Well, yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, no, I, I and, get the comparison and, now. And I and I'm not saying Brady is that bad because, but Bortles was good that season. Bortles right. looked really good that season. And and you're saying that Bortles and Brady doesn't have as much a part to do with the team. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It was the defense winning that game. It was the run game winning that game a yep. lot of the time. Um. Yeah. I don't. Hot take. Patriots will lose in their first round of the divisional. Hopefully. Division, so second round, yeah. Well, I'm would pre- be the first wild card. Yeah, yeah I'm, I know, pre- I know I'm predicting they're winning the um, division again. Last game, Raiders lost to the Texans, twenty-seven to twenty-four. The Raiders are always so close. They had a good team, and they Watson Watson won the game. Yeah, with a last second field or a last second touchdown after he got kicked in the eye. Yeah, which is bizarre. And I'm not I'm not even kidding. The kick, the foot went through his face into his face mask in the top part and kicked him in the eye. And then he did not go down, stayed up, and threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. All in the same play. Remarkable play. If if they pull out and win the division uh, over the Colts, I think he wins MVP. Who? Deshaun? Deshaun. If not, it goes to Russell. He Deshaun has to do more yeah, probably. I was gonna say he has to do more spec. I'm not drunk anymore. Um, Although if Russell if Russell falls off and the Texans fall off, McCaffrey's right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think McCaffrey's just gonna win just because he pulls out this random ass shit all the time. Um, and that game against the Jaguars, that game against the Jaguars may have won him the MVP award. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. The Raiders are always so close. They like, have a they good really, young team. Yeah, Waller at tight end, phenomenal. The, Josh Jacobs is on a better start to his career than uh, who are they really good running? Bo Jackson, was it? Yep. Uh, is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yep. Bo Jackson, and there was another one too. I can't remember his name, but there was another really good Raiders running back. Rocky Blair. He went to Appleton. He went to Xavier High School in Appleton. 
there you go. He's off to a better, like, yards-wise, he's off to a better rookie year than those two mm-hmm. were. Um, I, he's great. I still believe in Derek Carr. I still think he's a good quarterback. He's not the same after that knee injury in the playoffs, but, yeah, but he's still a good quarterback. He, Tyrell Williams, good good receiver. Yeah. They, they just always are so close. Mm-hmm. And something just happens where they can't get it together. I think they won the Cleo Mack trade, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Because they can't seem to get pressure on the quarterback. <laughs> okay, that's fine. At least they have a quarterback. I don't think any... I'm I'm under the belief that no one who trades away a player like Khalil Mack wins the trade. Right, but Khalil should be... If you have Khalil Mack in your team, how do you let him leave? I, I like Because really, they didn't want to pay him. Why not? Because the return on investment isn't as good? Are the are the bear, did, are the Bears that, winning championships ever since he came there? No, but that's because if it, but I, because they have too much cap space tied up in him to be able to actually find an actual quarterback. They're trying to do what the Rams did with a rookie quarterback. They, that's what they were banking yeah. on is that rookie quarterback. It's not Khalil's fault at this point, right? But but and that's what a lot of teams are going to do now. I think Trubisky's going to get dropped and he's going to go sign somewhere else, and the Bears are going to sign another or draft another rookie quarterback, probably from UNC, and try to win with him, and it's not going to work. But like, I think they're going to do that again. Right, but but the reason I say that the Raiders won the Khalil Mack trade is because they now had the calf space to sign players that they needed to, to make trades that they needed to. They, guess, ma- yeah. they made moves. It was one of those things where they they got draft picks. I mean... They were actually able to build a team instead of wasting a shit ton of money on a player who may have a great effect, but being an edge rusher gets double teamed and he's taken out of the game. Not necessarily. <laughs> I'm right, but like I I don't know. If if I'm a general manager, I don't let that man leave. I do personally. If if he's asking for too much money and you can't afford him and you want to build a team, you trade him. I guess, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That's Look, a solid point. I mean, that's why they traded away Amari Cooper. That's why they traded all these big offensive quote unquote weapons Cooper that they just had. didn't work there either. Well, yeah, but that's why they got rid of these weapons and stuff that they had because they were costing too much money and it was hindering them from being able to build an actual squad. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think they won. All right, that's it. Who won the wild, who who won the bye week? Cowboys, Ravens, Ravens. Yeah. Well, Cow- yeah, because the Eagles won. Um, the Saints won. Browns lost. Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh's going to win, but I don't think they're really in it. That's, that might be a trap game. A what? A trap game for Pittsburgh. I know Miami's not good, like, at all, yeah. but I wouldn't pick Pittsburgh by a million or anything. Oh, no. Um, I think they're going to win, but who knows? Fitzpatrick could will them to a game. Yeah, which that's exactly what I'm saying. I said it last week, and I stick by it. If the Dolphins are really tanking, they should... A, not start Fitzpatrick, but if they're keen on starting him, if someone is keen on starting him, trade him away. Yep. If they're that keen on losing every game, don't start Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not this fantastic, but he no. wills people to wins. Yep. Like bad teams. He, he willed the Buccaneers to wins last year. He willed the Jets to a wins last couple years. He's Harvard educated. He knows how to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Fitzpatrick. Um, There's every chance that he stumbles them into a win. Yeah. Well, that, that's unless exactly. Kenny Drake drops another two point conversion. Yeah, purpose. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm convinced that he dropped it on purpose. Yeah. No, so I, it, the Ravens definitely won the bye week just because Lamar gets a rest. Right. Well, and if you're the Cowboys, you need the Eagles to keep losing games. Yeah, 
and they and didn't. they didn't. So you're screwed. Yeah, the Cowboys are just not. They're, they're not good. I don't think. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott. Well, okay, this is gonna sound kind of bad, but like I think that that team's egos keep getting in the way of them actually winning. Absolutely. Like I think that their off the field problems and just kind of their attitudes about like who they are and kind of what they are lead them to not be able to do what they need to on the field. It it's kind of like how um when you're like looking for someone to look up to or just kind of someone to like kind of be friends with, you don't go for the loud boisterous people, or at least I don't. Like why would you? Cuz they're they're usually not that good. They usually don't back up what they say. But it's like if you want someone to hang out with, hang out with the strong, confident, silent type who can backs up his shit but doesn't talk a big game. Like, those are the guys that are going to win you games. Those are the guys that are going to get far because they know what they got to do. 49ers. And they're flashy. It's whatever. But they had they weren't in the beginning of the season. Yeah, and but- no one's talking about them, and they aren't talking. That's right, the, yeah. that's what I that's what I mean by that. Yeah. They aren't talking. No one's Richard Sherman, but Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's Richard Sherman. But he's having a career year. He can almost he almost should. Talk. Yeah, like he deserves to talk. Like that 49ers team, it's legit. Yeah, and it's really legit. So I I I just and th- this is why I don't support like signing like these loudmouth wide receivers and running backs because it's just like you you can't back up what you say for the right amount of money. I would sign them. Yeah, but they're never asking for oh, the exactly. right amount of money. Um, Cowboys should fire Jason Garrett. No. Why not? Because he's gotten you this far. I, th- I think it's more of a Jerry Jones thing than a Jason Garrett thing. What do you mean thing. he's gotten you this far? Ten seasons of mediocrity. Wade Phillips was trash. Yeah, and he did better than Jason Garrett. Yeah, I, I don't know. He also had a better quarterback. Yeah. I, I, I think Jason, I think he needs to go. I don't see what any other coach can do to that team. I really don't. They can I, bring in another quarterback. And they can bring in another running back, too, because Zeke obviously ain't working out. That's a hot take. Yeah, it is. I think, I th- I think Zeke is top five in the league. Zeke is more a product of the offensive lines oh. that he's been running behind than him himself. Dak? Anyone can have big quads. Like Dak without Zeke is nothing. Yeah, he would not have a starting job right now without Zeke. <laughs> Zeke without an offensive line is nothing. That offensive line isn't what it used to be, though. Yeah, but I, I think, I think you're right, but I also think Zeke is good, like really I'm not, good. I'm not saying he's trash, but I don't think he's good. He, I don't think he's great. He's not Emmett Smith or. No, I, th- I think Smith. He, I think on any team, any offensive line, I think he's a top five running back in this league. Personally, no. offensive lines have too much. I'm I'm a big fan of the offensive line. Christian I really McCaffrey, am. Delvin Cook. <laughs> Say it. You know you want to. That's a. Are you think Aaron Jones? Uh, no. I, I. Is that who you're thinking? Yeah. I don't know if I want to. No, I don't know if I want to put him. Who was I? I literally had someone in my head. Fuck. No, I can't think of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, but Zeke is up there. No. Who else would you put up there above him? Uh, above him? Um, David Johnson isn't what he used to be. Todd Gurley isn't. Oh, Le'Veon. That's who I was going to put. I think Le'Veon's still up there. Yeah. He'd be number four in my book. I'd put Zeke at five. Although Chubb, Chubb might be up there too, though. James White? No. Yeah. 
James White is one of the great running backs. If he if he was, they would play him more. I guess you're right. Like, if the Patriots have the, you know, I maybe mean, I'm just a homer on that one. Yeah, I'm just a homer I, I on that one. I think he's good too. He's a good he's a good guy. Yeah, I think he's a perfect guy to be playing with a guy like Sony Michelle. If it was him instead of Aaron Jones playing with uh, uh, Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams, I think that's a really good. He's a good one-two punch kind, yeah. kind of guy. I think Leonard Fournette's better than Ezekiel Elliott. This season, maybe. I yeah, I, I he think, popped into my head too. I think Leonard Fournette does better. Oh, Camara. Yeah, Camara. Um, scrolling through the teams right now. <laughs> I like Marvin Mar- Marlon Mack, but he's not top five yet. Saquon. Fuck. Well, Saquon's number okay, one. Okay, so you're right. And maybe he's not top five. Yeah. Fair enough. But he's th- top ten. I'd still put him in the top ten for sure. But that's like, I mean, that's half the teams right there. <laughs> There's still six teams that you can put in there. Nah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think he's good without the line. That's just my opinion. I guess. Um, but yeah. Oh, I had a question. I can't remember what it was. If you're looking for like a big signing that you have to spend a lot of money on. Do you spend it on a wide receiver or a running back? Running back. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Wide receivers don't have... Aaron Rodgers has proved the last two weeks that you don't need a big money wide receiver. Well, that... I think we still do need Devontae. I think it helps. Yeah. It exponentially helps, obviously. Right. But a good running back? Like, we've seen Aaron play with bad running backs. It doesn't work that well. Well, and I just think it's more of a return on investment thing. Absolutely. Like... With the wide receiver, if I pay you a crap ton of money, I expect you to produce. Just through the nature of the game, though. There's few that do in this league. Well, that, and they're all-time greats. and yeah. Like Julio yeah. is the one that comes to mind. And and it's not guaranteed every play. With a running back, if you, oh, get, if you get them behind a decent offensive line and they're great and you They'll just feed them the ball. Yards. Yeah. If you're the Packers, last question before we close. If you're the Packers, do you look for a wide receiver? This is, I guess, this is a multi-part question. Do you look for a wide receiver in, in before the trade deadline Tuesday tomorrow? With yeah, Tuesday. Oh my God, it's Monday. It is Monday. Um, mm, if you can get one at a good price, sure. I've heard that the Texans are shopping. Um, Fuller. No, Stills. Hopkins. They're shopping Hopkins. That's what I was seeing on Twitter. I'm almost positive. That would be wild. Um. I don't know about that one. We'll have to look into that one. Yeah, I could be wrong the about that. The two one. that have popped into my timeline that the Packers apparently have actually been interested in and possibly had talks about. Robbie Anderson from the Jets. I've seen that one. AJ Green. AJ Green's not worth it. He's one he mean one he means too much to the franchise, two he's too expensive, three he's injured. Personally, I'd go for it even if it's a rental. No. Nope. Robbie Anderson. Would if you be can a, get him for a good price, Robbie Anderson would be a better choice. Um, but if we resign him, if you're just going for a rental, which I don't think they, I, I think if they trade, I think they would want to tie someone up. Yep. I think AJ Green would be worth it, especially if we tied him He's up. He's 31. If we tied him up for three years with Rodgers, though, uh, I don't know. I AJ Green and Devontae, I don't know. I think AJ, I think he is a little overhyped, but I think he's still damn good. Yeah, he's good. I just don't like see the yeah. Uh I again it, you have to get him at the right price. Otherwise yeah, it's not worth you it. You can't give up too much. Nope. But I think this Packers team is it, 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 it could needs a kick a, in the it needs a kick in the ass, but it's close to it being, needs a clear number two. 
Yes. And I don't, uh, unfortunately, like I said, I don't think Lazard, I don't think uh, Scantling, I don't think Kumaro can be that solid number two. I think no, all can. of them can be solid number threes. Mm-hmm. And possibly one day, solid number two. Yeah. Lazard and Scantling, for sure. Kumaro, not so much. Kumaro's like 29 already. Yeah, he he's old. Um, I mean, he does. I great. would love him to be. Don't yeah, get me no, wrong. Yeah, he he does great route running. He's just he's on the older side, and the his ceiling is too low, yeah, unfortunately. Um, I, yeah, it, personally, if I'm the Packers, I go out and get either Green or Robbie Anderson. Try to tie them up for two, three years. Maybe I don't know. What was your other questions? The, that was kind of my multi-layered. Oh. Like, do you get a receiver? Oh, who do you get? Okay, you get these guys. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should go try to get someone, even if it's someone like a Sanu or a Sanders. Yeah. Which yeah. obviously they're someone like that. I, I don't know if we can get Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't. I saw. I swear to God, I saw that on Twitter. I could be wrong. That's fair. Um. Quick question: Jimmy Graham worth it or not? Just in general. I I think so. He's shown. He's shown worth. He's not productive. He's not catching. But who's behind him? Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> Don't even. Mercedes Lewis, he's looked solid this year. Didn't he make a great he made a great catch tonight? It was a catch. It was a great catch. It was a catch on the sideline. It wasn't a great catch. <laughs> to me, a catch Jamal on the sideline. Jamal Williams line. made a great catch. Jake Kumaro made a great catch. He made a catch. To me, catches on the sideline like that are great. Do you know catches. how many catches, how many passes he has dropped over the past twenty games? Do you know how many plays Jimmy Graham has just blown up by not being a good tight end blocking? He looked really good blocking tonight. I guess. I, I am normally of that opinion as well because he's just not a passing a tight end. Yeah. Or a blocking tight end. But good God, he threw some really good blocks in the backfield tonight. I don't know. From the production that we're paying him for, he's not doing it. Not on the trade block. But teams are calling Texans. Fair enough. I. <laughs> I and, would, and, yeah. and, the, and the Packers are. Have been con- or multiple sources of the Packers. Contacting the Texans. That's what I've seen. I would give up a lot. We just said the right price. That would be the right price. I would give up a lot for Hopkins. Yep. I would sign him to a big deal. I know he backs it up. Yeah. He plays so well. (laughs) If that's a real thing. You you thought I was shitting you when I said that. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like they're they're in a divisional race. Right. And he's one of the arguably the best receiver in the league. Holy shit, just a mad Aaron Rodgers and DeAndre Hop. All right, that's it. That's all. We, we've already <laughs> gone almost two hours here. That's that's as much time as we have for today. Carter, as always, thank you very much. Yeah, I love having you on. Thanks for having me football. on. It's a lot of fun. Eventually, we will do a basketball podcast. Okay, I'll have to study up on that, but yeah. Was it not? I thought you wanted to talk basketball. Yeah, sure. I just have to like study well, yeah. up. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll plan ahead for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as always... Follow the Twitter links in the description, FRKO Podcast, at Olsen2K18. You don't normally give yours up. Mine's not worth plugging. That's fair. Um, I make stupid hot takes on Twitter, and they're not that good. So uh, I do I do write at the Royal Purple. For, yes. um Right now I'm on the lifestyle section, but I also do periodical sports articles and features. Um, just kind of look up. Royal Purple News, or just kind of look up Whitewater Royal Purple on Google and then search my name. You'll find me. And you'll see an article about me. Yeah. Uh, something else I was going to say. Oh, weird little thing that happened to me today. I I think, and I probably should have, I don't know, I think Jake Kumaro's mother liked my tweet. 
<laughs> nice. I think. I'm pretty sure. That's funny. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it from First Round KO. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you. I'll, I'll, I'll be uploading the Hawk Talk episode our Wednesday night with my NFL picks for next week. I'll be doing that on a weekly basis. Sunday night reactions most of the time. I'll probably invite Carter most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 Unless I invite other someone else. Yeah, I don't have class until 2 on Mondays. So. Yeah, I have class at 9, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't sleep anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the probably the normal schedule for the rest of the football season. So thank you all for listening, and I'll see you for the next episode. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in the decisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Shreds beyond belief, so catch us going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measured up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.